Echo. 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 Hello? Oh my god. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh man. Um sometimes, you know, podcasts will run really smoothly and then other times there's a lot of behind the scenes. Um Yeah, like on that, one end. That get things uh moving. Mm-hmm. Now let's let's start this off. Um I'm Pete, this is Josh. Um oh. oh boys. Um, a couple boys I didn't hear through this episode. Um, a lot of times you've heard our different dogs of Poe. Um, I'm currently in a leadership seminar. So you might hear some clapping and some woo and some claps here and there. And that's because listen, life, life finds a way. And sometimes you have to record in different environments and different settings. So if you hear if you hear that people like clapping in a courtyard, and for some reason there's just a lot of clapping and um, people talking, and it's like, why don't you go home? It's four o'clock. Just go home. Um, but no, because we're at a leadership seminar, and that is currently what is happening right now. So. Um, Josh, what's up? What's up with you? Oh, I don't even know. I had all this energy 12 minutes ago and it's gone now. Wow. Um, could you say that you have been cornered? No. Because, you know, you got cornered into losing your energy? No. Cornered! Um, you got anything new in the news? Cornered! What? Because you like the band Corn is why you're saying this. Oh, um, let's not spread that rumor. <laughs> um, I heard you. No, like I'm I'm gonna stuff, stick though. to Earth, Wind, and Fire over here, mm. and to um, oh man, I really wish um, I could remember this guy's name by recall. It was one of the first episodes we ever did, um, where. You you did a deep dive into the um, music composer for Star Wars Resistance, and his only credits were like Land oh, Before Land Time, Before like five through fourteen. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um. Okay. Well, sorry to you, hear that you're, you're not going to um... elaborate on that at all. What about <laughs> oh, you being cornered? The no, guy, the episode's called the Cornered. We're going to drop the name. Of. Okay. Yeah, the episode's called Corner. Uh, well, I was going to start I'm... the episode off by saying I've decided uh, that if you're not going to Star Wars Celebration, I probably won't go either. So I need you to figure that out. But now I think I've decided to instead announce that whether you go or not, I'm not going to go. And actually, if you are going to go, I'm double not going to go. Oh, okay. Um. So, in other words, you... Well, you should have told me to um, get some of my Mediterranean iced tea down before um, because I just dropped it on the floor from that bombshell announcement. (laughs) My Moroccan mint tea is all over the carpet. 
Oh, um, of the leadership seminar. Of the leadership seminar. Woo! Um, now, can I make a podcast? I can do that at the same time. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Well, the answer is always no to multitasking and, and doing the podcast. But um, so, Josh, you um, are a no for um, celebration now. That's interesting. No, I mean, no, if you're if you're not going to go, I'm not going to go. Oh, OK. Well, I'm going to go for sure, though. Yeah, I'm going to for sure. have I'm... an opportunity to get refunds here. Yeah, I've, I'm for going. sure going to go. You're committed. Yeah, I'm committed. That was the look. You're not ordinarily a great actor, and that was a particularly bad performance. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I am a person that once I make a plan, I stick to it. Killing and I made Miami. a commitment. And also, I got to get out of here. All right. Mm, I got. I, I got. I got to like go to celebration and be like. Ooh, what's that? And you're like, oh my gosh, you don't know. And I'm like, obviously I do know, but you know that person over there doesn't know. And then we do that whole shtick, yeah, like yeah. for three days. So, um, yeah, I'm, 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 I have already, um, for, for a lack of a synonym, resigned to mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. yes to going. All right. I'm a I'm definite check in with this next week because I think we I'm have a definite um, I'm kind of I, it's kind of like I have my own little language and I do speak English, but for the purposes of this podcast, I'm just going to speak my little language. Does that make sense? I'm starting to wish that you were still late to the podcast. Um, because it, it makes sense to me like, oh, I speak two languages. The one, which is like the one that like makes me look mysterious. And the other one <laughs> is just the normal language that everybody else speaks. Um, I was looking at, um, our stats on the podcast hosting thing. Yeah. And got- I, I had previously been thinking, oh, Wow, I guess not that many people are watching Bad Batch. But now, um, after this quick exchange that we had, I, I think I have another theory. Oh, um, I mean, it is. So we are recording this the day before Memorial Day weekend. If you want to purchase like a, a, a workable mic, that that would work. Yeah, for sure. But like whatever, you know, this is all about our ideas and our thoughts. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't even worry about it, Josh. Uh-huh. Um, but I was actually speaking about the Sol- the Soliston um, that was in this week's episode. Um, yeah, big but, guy, big um, nine, nine numbs grandpa. I actually here here is so. Do we want to? I have I have a take on on the. Um, you know, nine nub, um, t- uh, ki- like character. Well, but do we want to get straight into the episode? Fine. Well, it's not. It's not kind. Well, um, it, it is. It's it's early. It's a hot take. Well, it's something that um is a surprising take. Um, one that you know they wouldn't think um two swole, hardened, chiseled boys like us of Poe. Um, would think, but I, oh, that go. 
Uh, well, yes. Um, but, I mean, do we really want to get into it yet? Or is it kind of more of a, a teaser? Yeah, let's keep it a teaser. Um, Why would we keep it to a teaser? What else do we possibly have to talk about? Well, I was looking at Twitter, and apparently oh, the High Republic ban is gone. So there was a there's a ban on oh because of them not paying authors. Did oh, not paying authors residuals is that what it was? No. <laughs> oh, is something would... different? Oh, great. That would be really bad if that were true. I really it hope was that that's true. That was a whole oh, issue. I... That was a whole controversy. I thought it was just there was a media ban. Like you can't talk spoilers on on social media until a certain day. Oh, they actually didn't do that. Wow. Oh wow, yours is a lot worse. I th mine seemed very realistic. Of like, you give people however many months to read it, and then you can start talking about it on social media. That's dark. Oh, so that's what you mean, though. Yeah. Was that a real thing? Mine was a real thing. Um, well, I get, I, that's how I interpreted the, um, that ban, but like the authors and stuff are like addressing spoilers and stuff now for the first, yeah, book. for, yeah, for the first, um, the first wave, the first wave. yeah, the first wave. Mm, okay. Do you have a source okay. on that or that's just, um, your guess? No, it's not a guess it's a thing that was going on i mean yeah, i'm no, sure you can that's... find on star wars twitter or it's uh, it's been across various i mean i don't know if it's all authors across the board it's some authors of like older stuff like i think the guy who wrote like splinter in the mind's eye or whatever which is like the first um star wars book and like uh it might have only been like legends authors or something but mm -hmm. there were issues with disney not paying royalties to authors of various star wars books that was a thing that was going on i didn't pay much attention to it I did not use my platform to shine a light on that injustice. But mm -hmm. so when you said ban, I thought, oh, so maybe there's some fans out there that are like, well, we're not going to read the new stuff until you pay what you owe for the old stuff. But apparently that's not the case. I think it's the media ban, um, unfortunately. That sucks. I didn't realize that. Well, I think it may be over now. <laughs> also, like, I think it, it has potentially been addressed. Okay. Okay. We're a good um, podcast, and we I mean, know a lot about Star Wars, and we are involved in the community. And I check the Twitter account. Yeah, as as do I. So, um, consider it check. Mm -hmm. All right, here's here's my thing with this episode. Okay, so spoil episode what three episode three cornered. Um, and in this episode, um, I, I mean, I, I, I did enjoy this episode and this is not an extremely negative take, but why do they have to make greedy, like unsavory characters fat? Like you didn't need to do that. Like, oh, this guy has to be, like, slovenly and is lazy and is fat. And then, boom, he's the person that, like, snitches to Fennec Shand. I was thinking about that. I'm like, why can't we just have a normal person? Why did I say normal? Why can't we have... Yep, way mm, to go. <laughs> mm, all right, I'm not... All right, not... Mm, okay, so... Man, and that's Excellent. why you just... <laughs> 
walk around the minefield. You don't walk and try to navigate through today, it. God, this podcast would be so much easier if we just streamed <laughs> it direct to post. Like if we just <laughs> spoke into a microphone and that was the episode. It was just like when it was done, it was out and it was done. And then I thought that probably wouldn't be a good idea. Um, Can you wow, think all right. of other examples of that character archetype in Star Wars that are overweight? Job of the Hut. Yeah, well, he's a gangster. Um, like that, where where a character being overweight seems to be indicative of their duplicitousness. Hmm. Let's see. Um. Now this is just going to outline my lack of um direct name knowledge, but I can think of um Admiral Trench, um would be one. Although, you know, that's like a walrus spider thing. I don't know. I was thinking about it. And I'm like, I don't see characters like that where and maybe that's that maybe that's on me of like they're adding more characters that um, aren't different body shapes. Um, I don't know. I thought it from I thought it from a negative perspective of like. I would prefer if that character was like a good guy. Um, yeah. Because well, I also mm. flipping it, you know, can't really think of positive characters that aren't like John Favreau. No, well, John you got Fa- is it Flicks or Orca? Bobby Moynihan's character from Resistance, very that's portly a, that's a good fellow, one. very jovial, definitely a good guy. I I I'm. It is interesting that you brought it up specifically with that character in mind, though, because I can't but wonder if what you're speaking to is the fact that I think it is a fairly inspired design. Like, it, that that character drew my eye. Like, I have the episode on in the background right now on mute, and while I was waiting for half an hour for you to answer the uh, record request, I, you know, my eye was drawn to that part, because it's, it's definitely a Star Wars alien, but then there's a very grounded um look to that character so i mean i don't know i don't like freaking life but maybe some of that's coming from seeing like particularly inspired design work and then it kind of being thrown off as like ah he's just this guy he's just this kind of character or something well it's also pretty clear that in bad batch they are not introducing new aliens they are taking aliens that we've seen and then they're providing a new twist on them um and it's not like there's a you know a ton of examples we're only you know three episodes in four four episodes in episode four cornered oh my gosh i'm getting cornered left and right um but yeah that that part and then the other part of just the fact that he can speak you know perfect basic when nine nub is unable to speak basic at any point because <clears throat> they're the same species they're not a monolith pete clearly yeah clearly they're just like it's just making so many questions like why does does this mean that people in zolus all speak you know whatever a nine of speaks and then because this guy is on Pantera, he can speak basic. Like, is that is that you know, is Pantera? Do they have a better education system? And I don't really know I that know much about Zola. The thing that I'm so frustrated about is that 
I don't believe that you are making a joke. And I had planned, I think you are just mispronouncing that planet like you would most things that we talk about in Star Wars because you don't uh, put Star Wars. No, Zolest. Pantera. And oh. I was going to jokingly call that planet Pantera because I'm metalhead. <laughs> And so I had that in my back pocket. Of, <laughs> I was going to say Pantera. And now, first, I know, even if I had gotten into it first, it would have gone right over your head. It wouldn't matter. And I just kept saying Pantera. And you would have just kept being like, yeah, Pantera. Yeah, Pantera, um, where all the yeah. pandas live. Um, which also, that's another take. Um, our structure for this episode is very weird. So this planet, um, Pantora, Pantera, or whatever. Um, is referenced in an arc with Obi-Wan, Anakin, and um, that's where they go to the ice planet, right? Correct. Right. And um, I'm struggling to remember the, the guy's name. I think he was like the prime minister. And then it was the representative who was friends with like Padme or Ahsoka or something. Yeah, it was like their senator and their prime minister. And it was essentially they were like a colonialist power over an ice moon or something. Right. Which made me the vibes I got from that episode were very colonist in nature, mm-hmm. um, which also had me thinking that they were also very xenophobic in nature, too. <clears throat> yeah, the makeup of. Planet. I really enjoyed the design. Um, I thought it was like a cool mix of like different Arabian concepts. Um, when we looked at, although it's not like we get, um, but I was surprised. I would I would have thought it was all just the same species, the same you know blue the blue species. Mm-hmm. That's not the chess. Um, also, of the, course, Baron Papanoida, played by George Lucas. Oh. Huh. Pantoran. There's an episode Interesting. of Clone Wars starring that character and his definitely I mean definitely looks like him. children. <laughs> um that, yeah, does, so at I was, least, that, that episode does involve a young Greedo, though. I'll give it that. I think it's called Spheres of Influence. I don't know. It's probably worth watching if you're looking for one episode of Clone Wars to watch and you've seen all the good ones. <laughs> um <laughs> like blaster to your head which episode do you not like and that would be the one oh, no 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 there's a bunch I would pick before that one Um, probably the episode <clears throat> with the droids where they're on that like blank planet yeah signed in the void which is um, George Lucas' favorite episode of Clone Wars yeah very very weird very very weird yeah so that was that was um an interesting um look at it i really enjoyed i really enjoyed the look at it we also so the premise of the episode is just like the bad batch who the batch the batch well they are bad in, in this episode uh they are true to form at certain well, points someone not, needs to tell the episode description that um and they no they do get cornered a few times um yeah but they're it, called the batch in the episode come on man keep up I do like Fennec's um, theme song a lot. Her, her, her. This not theme song. Her um, character, her character music's pretty good. Um, I found well, her we, ship to be 
It's weird. Yeah, I I think they really strive for like I don't know ships that read pretty quickly. Like you look at them and you get the gist of it really quick. And I couldn't, mm-hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't even begin to picture what that ship looked like. And I just saw it 15 minutes ago. Maybe it's because you well, don't. I mean, I think the establishing shot of it is from like the back, behind it, and below it. So that's not mm-hmm. ideal. But I, yeah, it was. I don't know. I just found it interesting that they didn't, uh, particularly since it's like. I don't know, a cameo from another corner of the universe or whatever that they would want to give it maybe a more striking look or presence, but well here um, on that ship, if you, for the, the, the vibes I got from it were the one, and I don't know why I would say spoilers for this, but spoilers for um, infinity war and end game, um, whichever the ones came, came first. The one ship that, um, oh my gosh, what is the blue robot's name? Um, Gamora, not Gamora. Um, what is her name? Nebula. She, the, the ship she runs into Thanos looked a lot like the one that Fennec was driving. Oh, one of the from one of like the drone ships or something. Yeah, they're in the first Guardians movie, whatever those soldiers are there i know what you're talking about yeah, yeah. so it's not it's not like a it's not like a one for one but kind of the shape of it mm-hmm. uh was reminiscent of that yeah there's um, like a similar ship that cad bane bops around in in season four it's like it's yeah but i don't i don't think it's the same kind of ship but yeah I don't what know. do you like think what do you think fennec ages in this oh 100 Right. I mean, this is clearly we're seeing her through her hipster phase. Like this is like seeing Anakin before he gets like that scar in his eye. Because uh, <laughs> like her hair is like very long. It's very impractical. Mm-hmm. Um, although she like gets um, like dosed up to like a master Jedi g- taking on the Bad Batch in this episode. So it's not it's not like she th- that is a real hindrance to her. Um, what's with the helmets for? The, yeah, the helmets for instant knockouts and tucking away all that hair. Um, yeah, so we're, I guess we're kind of skipping all, around all, the, all, all, all over the place. Did you like Fennec? I liked her a lot in this yeah, episode. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I think Ming Nan is is great, and I thought you know, as a as a voice actress, her her performance carried over. Um, I mean, without. Uh, you know, singling anyone out, I do feel like sometimes, even though you have the person who portrays the character in live action, something about the performance doesn't always carry over to to voice acting. I think that kind of goes in line with some people having the assumption that voice acting is just talking into a microphone and there's not. But I, I think that there have been in the past instances where characters have come over from live action and it it very much you get the vibe that like, oh yeah, they're in a recording studio doing this. And I thought Ming Nan Wen did a did a great job and that was not the case with her performance. <clears throat> yeah, so um we'll get back to uh Ming Nan Wen in a second. But it to your point about live action and then um voice acting, it's kind of like, you know, you have Dee Bradley Baker who plays Hunter, but then the live action star, Tom Cruise, who Hunter is based off of and who I kept, um, who I kept picturing, 
um, doing all of this stuff. Um, I got a lot of Tom Cruise vibes uh, from Hunter. You know, there's just kind of like a disconnect between that. Mm. Um, extremely capable, um, Fennec in in this episode. She, um, I think, is outmatched by Hunter, but they do a good job of showing how she kind of pulls it off. Mm-hmm. And then they're just making Hunt um, Wrecker look like a bumbling buffoon, which <laughs> I don't I don't have like a super high or a super negative opinion of Wrecker. Like, you know, he in the Clone Wars arcs, you know, li- lifted a ship in the first episode. He like moved like what, two, three um, armored tanks. And then she runs him into a wall and he just falls. Um I think they're doing an okay job of treading the ground between like the fact that he's brawn and the fact that his brawn means he's kind of dumb. I don't I, like, I don't think he stumbled into the realm of utterly comic relief. I think, you know, physically he's still formidable. And like in the future when he shows up to be big tough guy, I can still buy that. Yeah. Um... I think it just speaks to Fennec's cunning. I, I mean, and granted, you know, neither of us have been in the writing room. You know, it, it's a lot more difficult to, like, go from concept into action and stuff like that. And I'm not trying to, um, you know, be a downer in it, uh, of this. But that was just something that I'm like, you know, you see you see in episode one, you see in episode two of. OK, um, you see in episode one, you see in episode two that you're putting them at the level of like a Jedi and then you see stuff like that, which, you know, at certain points, this episode's dark, um, you know, and at other points, this episode has a little bit of um, lightness to it. Um, like, like that scene. But see, and you, cause you mentioned putting it at the level of a Jedi and the sort of transitive property of the bad batch could take on a Jedi or go anyone who can go toe to toe. The bad batch can go toe to toe with a Jedi. But I think there's a lot of mitigating circumstances and you can't um, undercut just, taking on a Jedi versus surprising a Jedi when the force is torn asunder by order 66 and all of this stuff. So I don't, I don't know that this is like Dragon Ball Z level. Let's quantify their power levels. And there's some discrepancies here. I think it's, you know, going up against a Jedi and going up against Fennec are two different things. And, you know, I think there's more nuance to it than all that. Yeah, and um, I do think that the purpose of these episodes, you know, you're telling a story about what's happening post Order 66, and then you're adding on to the mythos of characters and other um, parts of, you know, Star Wars mythos like the Mandalorian and Fennec. Mm-hmm. And I think you're doing a good job. The biggest part of the Star Wars mythos that they touch on, which, quite frankly, shocked you haven't brought up yet. Uh, is little little um, Yanni? No, little Buggle. Oh, um, yeah, resistance. Yeah, you wanna you wanna talk about that? Boy, I lost it. I went crazy when I saw that little guy. Oh, I I screamed and I screamed. My neighbors were pounding on the door. What's wrong? What's wrong? I was just screaming when that little creepy little awful thing showed up. I was just losing it. I do think it's interesting, I guess, from the point of view of, like, there are two kind of cameos in this, 
and they're both like from the modern Star Wars universe. Like mm-hmm. they're pulling in things like it's it's the Disney era connecting in on itself. You know, it's not like oh look, it's Han Solo or you know some other. It's you know the the Disney era is now established enough and has been around long enough that it can reference back to itself. Well, isn't the isn't the and the Buggle thing? And isn't the doll like the same kind of doll that um um from Rogue One? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um. So just all these great, great crossovers that I'm like definitely vibing for and definitely are big fans of. Mm. Um. I am curious, and I'm 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 cur- I'm I'm sure that we can predict this, but this the show is getting kind of methodical of like what single dads go through when mm-hmm. they're just struggling to be parents for the first time, because like, what you know, this, about. this episode in, all right, well, that's a deep <laughs> cut. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> yourself. You're cornered. Okay. Um, no, but this episode is, is the quintessential, like you're going on a vacation you have to get from A to Z, but you have to refill up at like D at some like gas station or stop in some city. And you bring your kid. He's like, you're not going to leave them in the car. That's illegal. Um, but you don't have a leash on your kid because that looks weird. And then they just go off and start going off after little like weird animal and a doll. And you're like, oh. Why did I have kids to begin with? This is so much work. Um, and then they get attacked by an assassin. <laughs> and yep. then you have to start mm-hmm. chasing after them. So like the very the parallels to fatherhood, um, I'm I'm sure um, are things that, you know, our dads could probably relate to. Yeah, we should have them on the pod. Ask them. Yeah, it'd be like, oh, um, is this what it was like when you took me on that vacation that you remind me of all the time that I have no memory of. And you say how great it was. And I played Pokemon the whole time. Um, is it, is it like that? Mm, sounds pretty great. I've heard Seattle is a great city. Wouldn't know. I've never been. Uh, okay. Okay. Celebration right. 2023. <laughs> um, huh. I'm Seattle wouldn't be a bad spot. Although I feel like they run through the same like I don't know ten Disney theme parks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually haven't looked at. It. I know my friend um, who listens to the pod went to Celebration like three when it was in like Indiana Indianapolis or something. But yeah. I, I haven't looked up um, the different places. Yeah, I feel um, like we're gonna end up being overdue for an out of country one here soon because it was London. The one, the last one before we went was in London, and then ever since then it's been in the states. But I feel like eventually they're gonna be like, "Nope, you're gonna have to go overseas." And then I'm gonna be like, "I'm old now. I don't do that for this." Really? Because like when you're old, you're also like have more of the. I feel like if it had been, London's an expensive city, so like I, at various points, I probably would have said no to that. But I also feel like the older you get the more comfortable you are making like overseas trips. Now making an overseas trip with your podcast co-host. Um, that's a different story. I mean, it's less <laughs> the overseas part and more just the, is, is, 
is it worth the time and energy? Um. Yeah. I'm not. You know, is it I, worth I, the time I, and energy? And to... I have less to prove. Um. No, you have nothing to prove, Josh. <laughs> That's right. Which is why I'm never going to buy a mic. Nothing to Thank prove you. and nothing to show. Um. Thank so with this. Um, we've kind of gone through the beats of it. Um, we're pretty close to. We didn't talk about Echo pretending to be a droid. I guess that was a pretty major part of this episode. Um, yeah, that was funny. Um, I mean, droids are like my least favorite part of like Star Wars. You know, like that little R two D two with legs. Oh, a little cutie. Oh, I thought he was funny, or she, or they. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a droid, right? Why can't I give them like they're droids? I don't know. Yeah, um, I did enjoy the whole like Echo thinking he's worth more right. than 3,000 credits. Yeah, that's which seemed, to me that seemed like, oh, this one they're they're lobbing this one out there for Pete. Yeah, and it's like, how much do you how much value do you put on a life? <laughs> um, right, like for Ray, it could be pale, two quarters. Two quarter portions, um, or thirteen quarter portions. Um, if it were going to be two quarter portions, he would just say half portion. Come on, man. What are you doing? No, because <laughs> it's it's the package. The be, package is a quarter portion. It would be a half a portion. You wouldn't say two quarter portion. No, that's how they, that's that's all right. Rewatch the movie. Simon Pegg is actually that character. Um, spoilers. Well, in the movie, he says one quarter portion, not two quarter portion. So don't get me started on that part. Yeah, but she also wasn't selling her body, so it would be two quarter portions. Oh boy, I'm glad you're editing this week. So with that, um, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was funny. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really know i mean the, the episode there wasn't a whole lot of detail to it it was it was like probably nine minutes of action once fennec shand found <clears throat> yeah if it, it went pretty quick mm-hmm. do you have any more takes Oh no, I don't have any takes. I didn't even write I didn't write any notes. Um so with that, oh my gosh, StarWars.com has five highlights. Do you think we hit all the highlights? Okay. Oh, I didn't even see this. All right. No. So StarWars.com, similar to what was the one that Clone Wars did? I think this is plagiarizing. No, it's not. We're referencing the material. Oh, okay. Right? So um oh my gosh, what were Clone Wars had an actual YouTube series, and then no, Clone Buck Wars didn't. Time. Rebels did. Rebels had their own YouTube series. Yeah. Resistance had Buckets List, which was on um, StarWars.com, and then this is the first time I'm seeing this. Um, this is called Bad Batch Declassified. Um, with oh my gosh, she does so much stuff. Good for her, Kristen Baver. Baver. Um, so that's, I guess, the new n- new thing is Bad Batch declass- Declassified. Mm-hmm. And they have five highlights, which I wish I had known. Um, and let's see. Um, yeah, they, they have different takes than we do. 
They have different well, yeah, takes they're, than we do. They're all all the stuffed shirt takes. Um, their first one, the first one, the first one is like, Al- oh, this looks like really expensive and nice. Um, one is I'll make it well worth your while. Um, two, Echo knows his worth, which we never. He just says he's worth more. We don't actually know his worth. Maybe he does. Um, the Vorbax and Trooper dolls. So I, I, I take it that that dog thing is a Vorpack. Hmm. Um, and these were Easter eggs to Batu from Galaxy's oh, Edge. Perfect. What I tell you, all, all hot takes for the man. <laughs> Never hot a takes. hotter take for the man than freaking Galaxy's Edge, freaking Galaxy's Edge art book. What are you even talking about? Get out of here. Oh, yeah, from guy. the Vorpax scene in uh, oh, sorry, from the Vorpax scene in Star Wars Resistance to the delicate troop doll that's reminiscent of Stormy, a young Jerso, Jin Urso's treasured plaything in Rogue One, and then the scenes from the marketplace make me miss Batu. Okay, um, Hunter and Wrecker to the rescue, which no, um, I mean Hunter, I guess tuck and roll when you land, kid. Yeah, okay. okay. That happened. I do. Those are the those happened. are the five highlights. No, I think we did a. I think we did an as good of job, if not mm-hmm. at the same level. <laughs> um. Uh, listen, I've already said enough negative things. I'm not saying anything more negative. Um, <laughs> with that, um, the episode we have three things that I want to talk about before. Um, we'll finish up this episode. One, very um, frustrating that Omega doesn't use the Force yet. Like, just use it already. We all know it. Um, It's like, oh, you're falling. Float, okay? Um, The second thing, we now know who Broomstick Boys from episode eight's mom is. Um, It's Fennec Sand, um, because they're both looking up into the sky the same way. Um, she's looking into the sky, so she's obviously a Jedi. And then um, the last take, which let's see how uh, more much more you can how much more you can sigh. Um, who's the person? Who's the person that she is on the for? phone with? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's Darth Maul. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel. I guess I feel like the easy answer would be that it's just the folks on Camino. But I think mm-hmm. that's, you know, this show has done in, in smaller ways thus far, done a good job of setting up very hackneyed expectations and then subverting them. And so I suspect that isn't the case. I feel like I've read. Well, I think I, re- I read a headline that seemed to imply, though I didn't read the article, nor did the headline actually say, but that it could maybe be Boba Fett already and that they're in league. But that, I you know, the logistics for that, I don't know. Like, I guess it could be like if Omega really has like the last strain of Django's DNA and Boba Fett might be like, no, I'm sick of clones. Thank you very much. But I don't know. I mean, Maul I would, I would say if, if it was Boba, which is a better guess than Darth Maul. Um, if it is Boba, I would, I think that that's more of a nod to, the creators of Bad Batch knowing things from the Book of Boba 
than it being something I would actually want to see in a storyline. Um, because yeah. it, it, it really didn't seem to me that they had that level of connection, um, in the Mandalorian season two. It, yeah, but he saves her life. I mean, that's not nothing. No, for sure. Um, but I also like, I don't know how you act the, differently between like a person I've known for, you know, multiple decades to a person that gave me a stomach of steel, literally steel. Right. So I mean, we don't really get any scenes with just the two of them to divulge that. So, I mean, I don't feel like there's there's enough information in their interactions to contradict one way or the other how long they might have known each other. What were, we were I mean, what was the last Boba episode is like he's with Aura Singh for when it leads into the revival of Darth Maul adventurous teams up with him and like Bosk and Dengar and some lady with a boa like the the accessory a boa like a feather boa that's like a weapon and they're on a train like a train heist Simon Pegg voices Dengar Hmm, he has like a weird different mask that's not the proper Boba Fett mask yet it's like more like Bausch sort of looking mask as far as I know, that's the last he pops up in Clone Wars. There was obviously the other arc with Cat Bane that they never ended up finishing because they had to do the Bad Batch arc so we could get this freaking show. So, which very positive on. Um, thank yeah. you, Disney and us for pushing for this. Um, okay, with that, um, I think we're gonna. I I don't have any more takes, um, and I haven't looked at the next episode, but it. It I mean, is going to be coming out. Going to be saying, pronouncing it Pantera. So, really, yeah. that's, I mean, I'm useless for this episode. Really, just really, just really, just bringing your A game. Yeah. So, um, with that, um, Poboys Podcast at gmail.com. At Poboys Podcast is our Twitter and Instagram. And we got 10 more episodes of this. 10 more mm-hmm. episodes of this. No, we have 12 more episodes of this, Pete. 12 more episodes. Oh, that's what what a happy revelation. <laughs> well, I mean, you're acting like if if only this show would stop, then we would stop doing episodes in this podcast. Do it one way or the other, buddy. So <laughs> I I need to get back to High Republic. I need to get back to High Republic. Uh, oh, um, yeah. Are we gonna well that'll be in July? The next book comes out. Oy, I'm not ready to go back to reading High Republic. <laughs> oh, here's something, though. I am finally reading my big giant omnibus of the Jason Aaron Star Wars comic, the Marvel comic, which was like the first uh, Star Wars comic Marvel published when they got the rights back to Star Wars in like 2015 or 14 or whatever it was. And it's like a big giant run that takes place after A New Hope. It's really good. I mean, I read it as it was coming out, but now I'm reading it again. And having previously read some more recent Star Wars comics that didn't quite, I don't know, excite me that much. Revisiting the Jason Aaron one. I don't know if it just came around at a time when there wasn't as much Star Wars going on. I mean, it was really only Rebels, you know, and that's it. Whereas now it's, you know, there's plenty of comics. There's this whole High Republic book that shows up the wazoo. So I don't know if maybe it came out in a time where I was hungrier for EU content. And now I've kind of been satiated. But to my mind, it is like a story that like very it, it treads a good line between like telling compelling stories without stepping on any of the stories that have already been told and stuff. So I don't know. It's a fun one. There's some good stuff in there. 
And listeners, that is what happens when we have 12 more episodes of Echo Boys. We can just burn content at the end at the burn. tail end of any yeah, at, at the tail end of any episode. In 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 March, I think there's like 40 issues in that book. It, it'd be an episode per issue of that bad boy. But now, five minutes at the back end. <laughs> and then's the breaks. And that's kind um, of how the economy works. Inflation. I'm not too worried about it. See ya. Bye.